I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we are going to be talking about our summer bucket list. And not just this summer's bucket list, we're going to share some of our favorite things from past years and some things that maybe aren't necessarily on our bucket list, but are just fun ideas that might inspire you guys. Yes, absolutely. But before that, we are going to catch up really quick and then we'll get into sharing what we're looking forward to this summer. Amazing. How have you been? I'm doing good. I did just get back from my sister's bachelorette party. So that was fun. Um, McKenna, and myself and then her three friends, we all went to Oak Island, North Carolina and did a fun little beach weekend. That was such a fun time. Like that was epitome. It was a good start to summer, I feel like. Mm. Such an iconic summer weekend. We went on the boat in the ocean. We did a picnic, a sunset picnic on the beach, um, which really surprised McKenna for that one. So that was really fun. She wanted to do a sunset picnic at the beach and I found a luxury picnic company in North Carolina. It's called 
called Carolina Picnic Co. So if you're in Jacksonville, Wilmington, anywhere on the East Coast, Outer Banks, she goes and she sets up these gorgeous picnics. So you literally show up and it's like the table with the pillows and the umbrella. Like it was amazing. And yeah, McKenna was like, do we need pillows for this picnic? Like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we setting up? And I was like, McKenna, just stop asking questions. So I feel like she kind of knew that something was brewing in the background, but I'm like, which is fine. Like, I didn't care that it wasn't like a complete surprise because like, I didn't feel like lying or like pretending that we were setting up just like our own blankets and stuff, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then like, you didn't want to stress her out and not have her think that you weren't doing something. So it's like, have it under control. No more questions. Trust the process. Yeah. So we're like, do you know that we were doing this? She's like, I mean, obviously I knew something was going on because you guys just told me to stop asking questions, but she's like, (laughs) I didn't know it was going to be this perfect and this cute. So yeah, that it did was look really magical. And the sunset? No, the sunset popped off. Like we got such a good sunset. So many pinks. It was like so pink, so orange. It was gorgeous. Oh, I love that. The photos turned out amazing. And McKenna all around had a great time. Yes, McKenna was very happy. And she said that it was the first time of being engaged, being a bride, that she said she truly felt like a bride. And like Aww. the bride moment was there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, McKenna had the best time. And I think... I think we all agreed at the end of the weekend that our favorite thing was the boat ride. We got a four-hour boat cruise at sunset with Captain Ted of Sunset Boat Cruises. So if you're ever in North Carolina, again, but Southport, Baldhead Island, or Oak Island, you should definitely do a ride with Captain Ted. He was awesome. And yeah, it took us to the best places. We did this little cove and we got out and walked on a sandbar. We saw dolphins. We hopped off in downtown Southport and there's like these all these restaurants. So you could get out and get food if you wanted, get drinks. Like it was the best boat experience ever. So we all had so much fun. I really liked in the socials that you posted about it. I feel like you should explain the difference between having someone drive you around to drive. Yeah, ride. charter. Charter, <laughs> yeah. Versus having to do it yourself and how impactful that was to your experience. Yeah, I feel like I've only, I think we've rented a boat once with my family. We rented one in the Ozarks. And, but for the most part, from everyone, boat on vacation, I'll always charter it just because you're chartering the boat, which means you're also getting a captain and you literally just hop on and the captain drives it. The captain fills up the gas. Like they do everything. Um, So that I posted a TikTok. Yeah. And a reel saying that that's just the way to do it. When you're on vacation, I mean, now I might go against myself because I'm going to Lake Como this summer. And I saw a TikTok that said like, rent the boat in Lake Como. So TBD if I rent a boat or charter it in Lake Como. But I think chartering is just a really great option if you guys are drinking, if you're doing a bachelor if you aren't familiar with the area and it's especially an ocean, I could not imagine renting a boat for an ocean and like figuring out where to go. Yeah, if it's really congested, if it's a holiday weekend, there's just situations where I would not want to have to know how to do these things logistically and be stressed like that. I feel like anytime someone's driving the boat, they're always tense and it's high pressure. percent. And yeah. then they don't really get to have the best time because they have to be in charge of everything and take on all that risk. And like you said, then they can't drink or partake or relax. It's just stressful. Yeah. Or relax. Literally even just relax. So yeah, I'm a big chartering proponent. And I always mention, you got to make sure you tip because that's, yeah, that's not included in the rate usually. So. And cost wise, how much more expensive do you feel like chartering is versus just renting? I mean, chartering is definitely going to be more expensive, but if you can get a group of six or, you know, group of five, we had a group of five and when we split it, it was all, I think it was 92 each for four hours on a boat, which I think that's so worth that price. 
Yeah, especially if you have a special occasion. Yeah, so, and that was including tip. So I think it was 68 before tip. And then I just included 20% tip onto everyone's price. And then I think it was like, yeah, 90 something each, which yeah, I think for an activity on a vacation, that's so on par. Like I've done snorkeling excursions before and that's like 150, 200 for something similar time-wise. So yeah, I think that's very fair for pricing. Absolutely. So yeah, just returned from that and other updates. I got my haircut today. So rocking a shorter do, which I feel like I love going shorter in summer. Just like when you get out of the pool, when you're showering, it's just like less hair. It feels so good, especially it's when it's hot and like you have like a long ponytail or a lot of hair in the hot weather. I'm like, I'm all for the shortcuts. I think I cut like four inches off. So this girl, I've gotten to her three or four times and I really like her and she's the best. Um, Samantha at Boulevard Hair Co. If you ever need someone to color your hair, she's a queen colorist. So good. And yeah, she has amazing cuts too. Blowouts. She does it all. I love that. I also got a haircut since we last oh, recorded. Really? But you would never know because my hair is so long. And so I haven't colored my hair since I went really, really dark that winter, two winters ago, one winter ago. Mm-hmm. And now it just kind of faded into this, my natural brown, I guess. But I went in and did a little Friday self-care day. Hank and Axe is the salon here. And they were having a pop-up with one of the permanent jewelry brands, Lincoln Lou. You guys probably know them. They're like all over the country. So I got an inklet, which this is actually probably one of my bucket list idea things for you guys is going and getting the permanent jewelry because it's so cute. It's perfect for summer. It lasts whether you're like showering, swimming, sweating, all the things. And now I have have three on my left wrist, one on my right wrist, and now my anklet. But I love them all. I've been debating getting a necklace, but we'll see. Anyway, so went to that event and got my anklet and got a blowout. And it was just really fun and took cute photos after since my hair was done. And then went and met up one of my best friends from high school who just moved back to Omaha. So her and I had like a cute girls Friday night. And yeah, that was that was like a cute, spontaneous night. Wait, I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. I already like forgot I did that. So much has happened in the few weeks since we recorded. That was just like one little thing. I Gosh. also had gotten Lincoln Lou. I think I already said this on the podcast, but I got them when I was in New York and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the company that Allison did her pop-up with. Yeah. So you were on it. You did that so early. Now I feel like they're popping up everywhere and they had just, they've just opened a St. Louis one, but I'm like, yeah, you were early on that. Yeah. Cause I think I've had them almost almost two years maybe. Oh, wow. They still look like the day I got them. So if you guys have looked at the prices and been like, okay, that's kind of a lot. I will say it is worth the investment. And now there's like so many of the other companies that have tried to do the permanent jewelry and it's just not always as high of quality and the girl who was doing mine was saying that people will come in and their wrists will be like green because the jewelry is like tarnishing and they'll be like can you wow. take this off because like I want to get like a Lincoln Lou one now so I feel like with permanent jewelry since it is on you and you like can't take it off to shower and swim like if you're going to do it just make sure that it is high quality otherwise you're going to end up paying for it twice if you then have to do it the right way the second time yeah my Lincoln Lou has stayed on. It's so sturdy, no tarnishing. And that was September 2022. So yeah. Yeah. I Don't you agree that they're like so, they look like they would be fragile, but they're not. Like, yeah, I, that's like what I don't says. get caught on anything e- either. No, it's never gotten caught on anything. Someone's like, can I pull on it and break it? I'm like, I mean, you could try, but I don't think <laughs> it will. And no, I never feel claustrophobic. I feel like that's the question I get. They're like, do you feel claustrophobic with it? No. No, same. I don't even notice. And even under my box, 
boxing gloves. Like it's so tight around my wrist and I don't even notice or like my sock while I'm running. If you're gonna, I will say the anklet is maybe a little more quote unquote in the way than the bracelets actually, because then you have to decide if like it's going under your sock or over your sock. And then like with your ankle bone, it can kind of like fall down if you're running. So yeah, for me, I like move it up higher when I'm running, but I still just like love the look of an anklet. I want a fucking toe ring one so bad, but they don't do toe rings. Actually, I'm adding that to my summer of bucket list. Like this is my summer of toe rings. I want to like deck out my toes. Wait, I think fun. they're so cute. Like they're just like hippie. And I had them all the time as a kid. My mom would always wear toe rings. Like I can't even tell you last time I wore a toe ring, but I'm here for it. Like that's so fun. It can distract from my peanut shaped pinky <laughs> toes. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, any other updates? I feel like you had some updates to share before we get into more bucket list things. Okay, kind of playing off of the inspiration and ideas episode when I was saying that I just, the universe does not want me to be in my travel era. It wants me to stay put and embrace my home life. So that is what I've been doing. And I've tried to really change my mindset about how I use traveling. I feel like in the past, I've had traveling kind of be like an escape, like, okay, work has been stressful. Like, let me just go get away from this vacation. But I love that quote, create a life you don't need to escape from. And so I'm trying to re-switch my mindset around travel to travel being like the reward instead of the escape from my life. Because we all know when you take it, if you're really stressed and then you take a trip, it's amazing while you're on the trip and you're relaxing and you're not thinking about it. But the second you get back, the world is still on fire. Your emails are still flooded, like all the things. And then you're like, oh my God, was that even worth it? Because I'm still like so overwhelmed. So I have let my passport expire, which was very hard to do. Even every day, I almost think about it. I'm like, okay, I should just go get it renewed just so I have it. And I do need to, because we're going to Costa Rica for the Artie Friends podcast trip in October. But I'm like, I have some time and I feel like I'm going to be tempted if I get it renewed to take a trip. And it has saved me some time because late at night, somehow my browser will just find its way to google.com slash flights and it will just be looking for little trips. And I haven't not had a passport. What are they good for? 10 years, right? Yeah. Like that's a long, like I've had mine for 10 full years where I've been able to be like, okay, maybe I should go somewhere. And now just eliminating that from the options right now has kind of been good for me because I'm in my busy season. Like I actually do love Omaha in the summer. Like the weather is amazing. There's so much stuff happening. The shops are busy. The Airbnb should get pretty booked up with College World Series. So I'm like, I don't need to be traveling right now, like have fun. And then once you get through busy work season, you can reward yourself. And that has just been kind of grounding because otherwise my mind just starts dreaming up trips. And truly, I'm so looking forward to the Costa Rica trip and the trip that we have planned in January that we are also doing for the podcast, but we are still tying up the details on. Like I have been to so many places by myself now that I like really am just looking forward to like the group trips and meeting people. Like that's just, mm-hmm. I feel like is really what my soul needs. And I feel like I'm getting so much clarity around what I want out of life, which is literally to be like hot and healthy and not just like physically hot, like passionate and excited about what I'm doing and in a place that's always warm and feeling good about myself, which comes from the healthy and just staying on top of all the eight dimensions of wellness. That series like really did help me a lot too. And working towards 
I don't want to like for sure say Tulum, but like, I don't think I want to buy a house in Omaha. Like I, me and my mom have been marinating on this idea forever of like getting, cause she's almost to the age of retirement of buying a property together in a place like Tulum or where it's like a little more affordable, but hasn't totally skyrocketed yet. And then that way we could go there in the winter. Cause you know how we did Joshua Tree Palm Springs this year. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if we do that in the winter, every time then we have to buy like an extended Airbnb, rent a car or take our car. And like, it just adds up a lot. And we're like, but if we had a property that we could rent out while we're not there and then have it, that would be like the dream. So currently that's like what's really, really inspiring me and making me have something to work for, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because I also feel like when you have your own business, like before and with the podcast, it was like the goal was starting the podcast. The goal was having the stores and having the Airbnb that, but now I'm like, okay, I have to have like the earnings from the goals, like be going towards something that makes me excited to keep investing in those things. Does that make sense? So it's not just like, oh, I have the Airbnb check done. It's like, what am I doing the Airbnb for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you want to get all these procedures and processes in place because I know what you were saying was like before, if things are just kind of going wrong or things are going running crazy, you would just, you know, like anyone, you escape and run and travel and kind of run from your problems. But if you can get all those ducks in the row, work through any possible scenario, because we know life has thrown some Airbnb scenarios at you that no one could have anticipated, then you can go on those trips and know that everything's working well or take those investment opportunities, go buy some property somewhere and know that it's going to be a lot less of a getting things ready process than, than before. Yes, yes, exactly. Like currently in the setting the stage era, mm-hmm. which feels good because then it doesn't seem like, okay, this is the end. That's like, oh, this is just another step. That's going to get me one step further to something else I want. And I'll, I'll save this for late. Well, I feel like it ties in. You guys are here for the whole episode about the bucket list anyway. So I did have my human design chart read. Have oh, you nice. heard about that or like yes, familiar? I'm familiar. Okay. So shout out to my friend, Alexis. I'll link her in the show notes. Her Instagram is Destination Alexis, but she does human design chart readings. Mm -hmm. They're $111 and she like does this deep dive. And it was so cool to learn all about my chart and like get her feedback on some things. And my area where I'm supposed to thrive the most is like wet and humid, which is like- Wow. That makes so much sense. Right? So even though I love the desert, it's hot there, but I don't know. I always talk about how much I loved Colombia and I loved Peru and Mexico City and Tulum. And those areas are definitely more of that like wet and humid. Mm -hmm. So TBD, if I do this winter in a wet and humid area and see how that changes things, I don't know. Okay. That's interesting. Right? Did you ask her about that? How you usually think that you're more into a dry and hot place? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. We and talked about it say? for a while. She was like, well, maybe you should try it out. And I was like, I know. And like, I love Tulum and I know everyone loves Tulum. So that's like such a bandwagony thing to say. But like, I even went there in like 2015 before it ever blew up. Like I will say I found Tulum before like the, the masses and stayed at Azulik before it was fucking $2,000 a night. But it just a lot of the things that I like are a part of what Tulum has to offer. Yeah. 
And I don't foresee myself moving away from Omaha at this point, just like to another city in the U.S., like with the stores here. And like, I just have, I'm pretty grounded with my family being here, like strong roots. And I'm like, well, maybe I should consider doing this thing with my mom because the timing works out really well. So yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what's been spitballing in my brain. Okay, nice. Um, anything else? Gosh, I feel like you could keep saying anything else like 20 more times and I, I just have so much to update you guys on. We okay, were literally what? just saying that. Like, it feels like we haven't been on in so long and I, I'm the same as you. Like, so much to say. So much to say. But yeah, finish. What were you going to say? Um, I did one kind of random thing. So there's a bank. I signed an NDA, so I can't really say that much, but there's a bank that wants to be the bank for like creators and entrepreneurs. So Mm-hmm. I was a part of like this survey focus group and I've made it to like through a couple of rounds of interviews. Like they kept asking me to come back because I have six different banks with my different businesses and they were like, okay, you actually have a lot of insights and experience with this. So like we want to ask you these things. And so I've been doing those. It's paid too, which is like so oh, cool nice. and so random. Yeah. I just am like answering a bunch of creator questions and things about software that I like or that kind of banks. So along with just manifesting your dream life, like there are so many random ways to like make money or have things fall into your lap. And Mm -hmm. I won a giveaway from Wild House Paper. I am obsessed with this brand. Like, oh my God, they have a position open for a job. And I'm like, I don't need a job, but I'm just like, (laughs) should I apply? Like, absolutely not. Don't have time for that. But they are just so aesthetically pleasing. And the Instagram is so cute. It's like a lot of paper products, obviously. But they were doing Mm -hmm. this giveaway for their manifestation pad. And what they said in the comments was like, uh, you know, like tag a friend and comment below like what you're manifesting. And I was like, I'm manifesting winning this giveaway in a collab with Artie Friends podcast. And then they picked me with hundreds of entries. So I'm also really hoping that they will sponsor the podcast at some point. And so I won this manifestation pad and it came. It's fucking gorgeous. It's so pretty. And I already have like a few. It's so cool the way it lays out like the entire manifestation process and my mind. I just got it like two days ago. Oh, I saw your story. It's gorgeous. I can confirm. Like, it's not just your typical pad of paper. No. (laughs) It it came with like this whole booklet and everything. And it's like $26. That's really nice. Yeah. $26 to manifest whatever you can think of. Truly. So that was a really cute, exciting. I love, I don't really ever win giveaways. I love that I got, even though it's only $26, like I could have bought it, but getting chosen to win makes it so much more fun. No, that's so fun. I mean, you're already influencing me to go buy it. Do you know where you can get them? I think it's just on Wild. It's W-I-L-D-E, wildhousepaper.com. And they also just have like cute blog posts. And also if anyone wants that job, please go apply because it looks, it's remote and you're like managing their social media. I'm like, oh, sick. But it it seems pretty full-time. Yeah, which you already have a full-time everything. Like (laughs) six things. Sometimes think that I could like fit in a job and then I'm like, when, Where? where, where, where would that fit? I don't think so. Where? When? That's funny. Okay, well, exciting. Okay, so would you say that's your peak of the week? Winning the giveaway? Or do you have another peak? Uh, I have another peak. It wasn't really that this was particularly fun, but it was extremely rewarding. On Saturday, I wasn't running the shop, which was weird. And so I didn't know what to do with myself with a Saturday off because I always work Saturdays. So the weather was great. And I was like, I'm going to go for a 10-mile run. And I haven't done a longer distance run like yet this summer. 
and it was pretty warm that day. And I didn't really like mentally gear up to be doing that. Like I was just like making my coffee and I was like, what if I just ran 10 miles today? And I was like, all right, do it. So I like posted it to my story that I felt like running 10 miles to hold myself accountable. And whether it's to the internet or to friends or whatever, but I feel like accountability buddies like really, really do hold you accountable because once I was on like mile seven of that run, I was like, I would really like to stop. And if I hadn't said something, I would have definitely, because I was like, seven's already really good. What do I need to do three more for? And it's like, well, because you said 10, so better finish. And yeah, physically, it actually was fine. Like my time was super, super good. I didn't ever stop. I didn't walk, no water, nothing, just straight through. I even had four of the miles in the eight minute mile range, which is like very fast. So I can tell that my boxing conditioning has mm. really been helping. But then at boxing yesterday, of course, I'm like a two-day sore kind of girl. Or I don't know, what are you? One day or two-day sore? Like I'm sore the next day. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's like two different types. Like the day after I have a really hard workout, I'm like not that sore. Mine like comes two days after. Okay. I don't know. I hope there's someone out there that relates. <laughs> but <laughs> So yesterday at practice, we're doing this exercise at boxing like out on the grass where you have to go all the way around this long tree. It's probably like, I don't know, 200 meters out and back. And so the entire boxing gym lines up on the line and everyone goes and the last one to finish then gets cut. And you just keep doing that and you get no break. Like everyone runs, last one gets cut, go again, again, again. And I was the, I was so sore as I was starting. And this is also at the end of practice. So we already had ran two miles, done our bag work, like done abs, all the shit. And this is the very end. And I was like, God, I can't tell them that, make an excuse that I ran 10 miles on Saturday. They're going to be like, we don't care. Like sometime I'll tell you guys the things that my coaches say. I can't because I don't want anyone to be offended and like go one star them, but they are brutal. I am, I get humbled there on the daily. We were doing the punching thing in the stomach and this little 12 year old partner, which a 12 year old that wants to box, trust me, they hit hard, but he, he didn't speak a ton of English. And so when he was punching me in the stomach, he kept saying make hard, like to try to tell me to flex my abs. And I was like, no, I'm trying. And he was like, make hard. I was like, sir, it's as hard as I can make it. <laughs> and I couldn't explain to him in Spanish that like, there's just a flab of skin there. I'm sorry. I can't make it any harder. <laughs> That's sad. He was trying to help you out. I know. I know. But anyway, so I made it to be the third person standing at the end. So I made it all the way through like, I don't know, 25 rounds of running that line test or whatever. And then when you make it to the final three, you have to go down and back four times. So I was smoked. And Wait, I so if you get last place, you get to be done? Yeah. That's doesn't really make much sense. Well, it's embarrassing because then you then you have to go walk on the side and it's like the walk of shame. Like you don't want you don't want to okay. get cut. It's literally like, do you remember the pacer test in high school? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that because then everyone has to watch. So the people that make it through the end, everyone's like cheering for them. And I was like the only girl from like 15 people left. And all the 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 little girls that are like six to ten are like, go, Allison. Like they like cheer for me. I feel like I'm like their older sister. It's so cute because they like want they want the girl to win. Oh, you let them down. I Thanks a lot, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Someday no. I'll win, but there's some fast guys there. I, no, I can't imagine. They hold me to it. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. 
Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash alreadyfriends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash alreadyfriends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate. Simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, amazing. Okay, so peak was the 10 miles that you accomplished, right? Okay, nice. What was your peak? Okay, I'm going to say my peak of the week was getting this chair. I'm in a new chair. Allison is also in her new chair. We have an amazing gifted collaboration with Castlery Chairs. They're the new chairs of the podcast. And I just put mine up in my office literally a couple days ago because I was out of town. And it's so comfy and cute. And I'm just so excited. And I feel like it totally just makes my space look so much more elevated, much more sleek. So yeah, I think Peak of the Week was getting these chairs. They are fucking cute. They're amazing. Like, if you guys are not aware of Castlery, like they have such nice furniture for, I feel like, really fair prices. Like these are a good price and the value is insane. Like these look like $4,000 chairs, but they were a fraction of that price. I couldn't agree more. They are so sturdy. As someone who mostly buys thrifted furniture to get nice, new, well-made chairs, I was like, wow, this is an elevated experience. Like, wait, what do you, you mean if I lean back in it, it's not going to break? Like this is nice. <laughs> There's not holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't have to warn my guests before they sit down. And I feel like I'll literally have these chairs for the rest of my life. Like these are a lifetime piece. Like they're really good quality. They're a staple. I feel like they're going to, they're timeless look. So I could not be more happier with these chairs. And again, thank you, Castlery, for being the chairs of the Already Friends podcast. Yeah, we are so happy. And I feel like their furniture is really versatile too. Like you could use this as your office chair in the living room, like for the podcast, it's really, really cute. Yeah. So I'm very excited. So you'll see these chairs on our clips, our social media clips. So stay tuned for those. And yeah, I think Allison posted a reel. I'm going to post a reel and a TikTok soon about it. So if you want to see what they look like, just go to the Already Friends TikTok. It'll be there. Amazing. Okay. Let's read your guys' peaks. Okay. Avriana said, I started my business that I've been dreaming about for years. Congratulations. We hope you have the best success with your new business. Congratulations. Okay. This one's very unique. I've never seen this come through as a peak of the week, but I love this for you. Sarah said, receiving an unexpected settlement check from a former employer. There's nothing better than getting money that you didn't expect coming, like a tax return or something weird like this. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Wow. I couldn't agree more. Yay. That's that's great. Okay. Oh, wait. I gotta look at this. Okay. In honor of running, Bailey said, started training for my first half marathon. Yes. <laughs> we love that. There you go. Amazing. You are going to do great. If I have any recommendation, it would be to buy the nice socks that don't have seams. That way you don't get blisters. And Kendall said, getting prepared for my move to Hawaii on Sunday. I can't believe it. Oh my God, that is amazing. I hope that the move goes well and that this new era is just amazing for you. And as always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram story every Monday at Artie Friends Podcast. Okay, cool. I think we can get into our summer bucket list. Like Allison said, we have some of our past ones that we've done in the previous summer. So I think we can start there with some things that we wanted to do that we either accomplished or we didn't accomplish. And then we can go into what we're looking forward to this summer. Amazing. Take it away. Something that I always try to do every summer is swim in the ocean. I feel like that's such a summer activity. Trying to make a time each summer to head to the beach, whether it's a road trip or planning a trip purposely to go to the ocean. So something that will always be on my bucket list every summer is swimming in the ocean, which I did accomplish already at McKenna's bachelorette party. We were at the beach and I got to jump in the ocean swim, but I highly encourage trying to make the effort to make a beach trip if you can, or, you know, any body of water. We'll take a lake. We'll take a river. Just getting in the water out of nature. I'm always here for. As a true Pisces. Mm-hmm. That's very Pisces. Yes. Do you like when you're swimming, do you love how it feels? Yeah. Just love dunking yeah. my head, love being underwater, love holding my breath, like love snorkeling or being in the ocean, exploring marine life. Like I just, I love the ocean. That's amazing. Anything else to add to that one? No. What no. What other past ones do you have? I mean, I have other past ones. But what past ones do you have? I put staying in an Airstream. I did it three summers ago for the first time out in Joshua Tree. And it was just such a cute experience to kind of glamp. You know, you're like getting the vacation experience, but not in like a bougie way. And then I've stayed in this one in Kansas City a couple of times. They're just so photogenic. So I feel like no matter where you are in the world, on Airbnb, there's probably some Airstream near you. And if you get a couple of friends, like maybe they could even like, you could have tent camping out because obviously they're very small inside. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a, a one friend or you and your partner could have a little moment. But I think that was fun. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. So you've done Kansas City, Palm Springs. Are there any other places that, where you feel like there might be a good Airstream to rent? There's a really good one in Austin. So the guy who owns the one in Kansas City, he also has one in Austin. If anyone wants it, DM me and I'll send you his link. His Instagram is Airstreams, etc. And then the Airbnb Cute. listing is just like in his bio. Yeah. But, I totally envision that in any mountain town or Neatree, National Park area, Tennessee, like Gatlinburg mm-hmm. area. So I love that. I have not stayed in Airstream, so I'll have to add that to my list. Cool. Okay, one that I had in previous years. And I feel like, yeah, this is still something I try to do. I try to do one vacation exciting trip per summer. So last year, it was my big trip to Mexico with Hania and her family. In 2020, I did a big road trip. We did Colorado, Wyoming, Utah. So every single summer, I try to do one big vacation. I feel like it's so fun to look forward to. A lot of those destinations are just going to be so pretty and warm and nice during the summer. So this year, it's definitely McKenna's wedding in Italy. So yeah, that's just something I always like to do. Like whether it's a short weekend or like a week-long trip, I just like to have one vacation to look forward to every summer. Do you think that like friends, family, solo, any of them? Definitely with friends or family. Yeah. I think just because a lot of people do have time off or they can get time off, they can get vacations. I feel like solo trips for me are just out of convenience when I can, or if no one can go with me somewhere, then I'll just do a solo trip. But if something that we always talk about and that you've always shouted out is like figure out your why for travel. So if that why for you is serenity, alone time, don't be afraid to go solo. Wait, okay. Yeah, that was my 2021 one. Actually, it was my main Vermont trip that I did solo. It was a little road trip that I, because I had never been to Maine and I was kind of the same thing. Like I did want to do a solo trip my why was to tackle doing that solo, but also no one could go with me. So it was two reasons, but it was very fun. Yeah. Last summer was when I did Tulum solo and Tulum is a very good solo travel spot if anyone is looking. Because I don't think every destination is necessarily a great solo travel spot. Like you could make any place fun and fine as a solo, but there are definitely destinations that cater more to the solo traveler. Yeah. Maine was not a good solo (laughs) travel spot. Do not recommend. And that was something that you and me laughed about on the podcast because you were like, yeah, you shouldn't base your solo travel around that trip. I'm like, yeah, because everyone was on their family vacation. And like the one lady that I like had talked to at a restaurant, she was like blacked out by herself drunk. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is who I'm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's totally dependent on the location. And it is more international places too, I feel like are really good for solo travel because everyone or a lot of people that are going to maybe some bigger cities, some more cities like Tulum and stuff are also by themselves and looking to connect. When I went to Portland, Maine, like no one was looking to talk to me. Like they were all on their family vacations, which is fine. You know, it's a learning experience. I'm like picturing you on an amusement park ride, like as the person by themselves. You know, how it's like, so obviously you didn't do that, but you know how it's so <laughs> sad when there's like families of three or five. And that's why I feel like that have two kids because then they're, they always have their buddy. Like then when, if you have three kids, which is also fine, obviously it's a stupid reason, but then the, the third one is like always left alone on those things. No, you have to have four kids because that's what I grew up with. And on any airplane, if it was a three seater, a three seat row, we'd always fill up a row three and three. Or if it was a plane with two seats, we always had two, two, two. Mm. And a lot of rides, when we went to Disney World, a lot of them were six. It was like three, well, not all, a lot of them, you know, big roller coasters, they 
they have more. But like it could be six across or we went on the cars ride at Disney World and it was three and three. So we got our own little car to ourselves. Like I feel like six always works out. But no, I think I, I agree with that logic of four as well. I love it. I love it. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, what else have you accomplished? Uh, was it just last year that I got my first Brazilian wax? I think it was, was mm-hmm. when I started getting them. You know, it is the summer. So if you're going to get waxed, now is the time. And I don't feel like it's something that if you start doing it, it's like you got to commit to it forever. Not necessarily. But I just feel like it's an experience that anyone could try because it makes you feel so clean. And I'm all for, like, I hardly ever shave my legs. Like, I'm all all for body hair. This is not me trying to be anti-body hair. It's more just a fun experience. And like with being maybe in more bikinis this time of year, it's kind of empowering <laughs> in the weirdest <laughs> way. And the freedom when you like don't have to worry about shaving like in the summer and the razor burn and all that comes with shaving. It's just great peace of mind. Okay, love it. Not much to that one. That's it. Yeah, I, I think I'll say one more that of past ones and then we can do the ones that we're trying to accomplish this year. I think something that I wanted to do last year. I tried to walk Monday through Friday every single day for 45 minutes. That's kind of more of a goal, not really like a bucket list thing. So that one's kind of a fee for this list, but it's kind of a fitness inspired, physical wellness inspired one. And I really liked that goal because it's kind of like you with the 10 mile run thing. I feel like saying that I was going to do something even in my head or out loud, it held me accountable to getting out and walking every single day because there's no excuse. Like it's so nice out. It feels good. It's a great way to start your day. So highly recommend setting yourself up with something like that if you're trying to get out there and walking this summer. Kind of piggybacking off of that, 75 hard. Clay and I started it, I don't think that was last summer, but the summer before, mm-hmm. right after the 4th of July. I feel like that's a pretty good time because you still get June to frolic around and maybe be a little more leisurely. But then mm-hmm. it keeps you motivated for summer. And then by the end of summer, you're like, oh my God, I am so hot. I have my tan. I've been outside. I'm feeling good. I'm eating good. And I never looked or felt better. I don't think after the summer that we did 75 hard. Wow. Yeah. That's a good And then rec. one quick shout of uh, trying golfing. I was always afraid because I thought it, I've talked about this a couple weeks ago when me, my mom and sister have been going. It's just fun. You get tan. It's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. You get I tan. Thought. It's good walking. Kind of mm-hmm. relates to that. Good community. Outside. Yeah. Like it's not that and I mean, I guess if you are into golfing, I'm sure golfing can be very stressful. But if you don't care about golfing, it's very low stakes. Yeah, I love that. I always go back and forth whether or not I should buy clubs because I know how to golf and grew up golfing. But I don't know. I'm like, when would I go? Connor doesn't like to golf. If Connor liked golfing, mm. I probably would have bought a set years ago and we could have made that like our thing. But he just doesn't really like it, which I wish he did because I'm with you. That's such good walking. I personally really enjoy golfing and it'd be so fun fun. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. Yeah. And it's not, you don't have the physical demanding, like obviously I love running and boxing, but it is nice to do a sport that is not so intense where you're like getting beat up. Yeah. My personal goals in life are definitely to make enough money to belong to a country club. So I'll just add that to part of that visualization, part of that manifestation. It's like (laughs) me walking the back nine without Connor, with my other country club girlfriends. Girlies. Yeah. You look like a golfer, actually. Thanks. Like I feel like your personal clothing style and like your haircut and how I don't know everything about you is really giving golf, big golf girl. <laughs> Do you kind of know what I mean, though? No, my grandpa always said, like, why don't you guys play golf? Like, you could get college scholarships. Like, because we, I did the classes and stuff when I was in elementary school. So I know all the fundamentals. 
And I really think that he was right. And there's so many girl golf influencers that just make so much money and just crush it. And I'm like, why didn't I do this? Like, why? But Right. Because there's so much money in golf. And if yeah. you're going to be a golf influencer and those all those big golf brands need cute girls. The clothing. Like the perfect. The shoes, the, the clubs, the balls. Yeah, all of it. The courses. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Well, yeah. It's never TV. too late. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just now entering my boxing era. So catch me in the ring. Catch Kara on the course. <laughs> no, I've literally been eyeing Facebook Marketplace for like used women's left-handed golf clubs since April. So maybe maybe we'll pull the trigger. TBD. We'll see. Okay. okay Moving well, on to current bucket list. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I guess, honestly, I'm going to piggyback right off that. Current bucket list for this year is to join a sand volleyball team or honestly, just to play sand volleyball here in St. Louis. And I am scheduled to play this Friday. I found literally this random girl DM me because I posted that we played sand volleyball at the beach in North Carolina. And I'm literally peak happiness when I'm playing sand volleyball. Like I can't explain it. I just love volleyball so much. And I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like I was the oldest sister. And I feel like sometimes as the older sister, you have to go through the learning process of just life and being the older sister. And one of those things was that I started playing volleyball and like seriously way too late. Like if I wanted to actually be serious at volleyball, playing in high school, playing on varsity. I had to have been playing club at the latest sixth grade or like fifth grade. And I didn't play club until freshman year of high school. Like that is way too late. And so my passion for the sport was always there, but I just never had the skill set to match. And so literally in my sophomore year of high school, I played on the reserve team. And like out of all of the grades, I won like most passionate volleyball player from the head coach because she was like, I could just tell that you're just so passionate. <laughs> and they're like, but you're, you suck, but <laughs> you're okay, so passionate. Think, well, say how McKenna plays volleyball. I think that's where you're going with the older sister thing. Yeah. So, you know, by the time that I'm in volleyball, I'm in high school figuring this out. McKenna is in sixth grade and we're like, wait, if you want to be serious, like you need to get into club, which is the more competitive level that you play outside of school. So McKenna started getting into club in like sixth grade and played, ended up playing D1 college volleyball because she had been adequately set up. Because for me, I the only volleyball I played in middle school and elementary school was just like rec league, like YMCA and like a church league. And so they put me in the wrong position. Like I'm only 5'5 five five, and they put me in the front row. Like you're literally setting me up for failure. What 5'5 five five girl is ever going to be in the front row? So I feel like sand volleyball is my way to redeem myself mm. because I have the great passing. I have great serving and I could have been set up for success if I had just been a back row player. So moral of the story <laughs> on my bucket list is to play more sand volleyball this summer. So I just love I it. I love that. Yeah. That was such a long rant. But if you guys are raising your kids, you want them to be good at a sport, make sure they're getting the right resources and they're playing club and doing the right things. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll stick with the athletics for one. I am really ready to spar at boxing. Yeah. We do some stuff that's not quite fully sparring yet, but tonight I was supposed to be sparring. We had a little meeting last night at the end of practice and he was like, everyone is sparring tomorrow. No ifs, ands, or but. And I was like, fuck yeah, tomorrow's my day. Like I'm ready. I'm so excited. Like also terrified, but actually not really. I think I'm, I'm more excited than scared. And he was like, if you guys skip, don't even come the rest of the week. Like, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I cannot wait to, I'll, I'll, to tell you more off screen of these conversations. How do you get bullied? Just kidding. <laughs> no, literally. They can handle it. It's fine. Uh, 
<laughs> but then he looks at me and he was like, well, except you, because we don't have another girl in your weight class. And I was like, no, like, and I get it. Cause what else? Am I, I can't just like spar the eight-year-old girls. <laughs> but like, and I get, he doesn't want to put me with a guy. Cause he probably doesn't want me to get like beat up and then never want to do it again. So I know it will come when the timing is right, but that is definitely on my bucket list and I'm gearing up. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, I'm excited. I was going to say, I wish we could go and watch you and support you, but the time will come. Oh, no, I actually did have someone message me and they were like, wait, so if you actually do a fight, like, will it be broadcast? And I was like, <laughs> y'all better best know that like, if I get to a point where I am publicly fighting, we're, we're throwing watch parties where I'm doing the whole thing. The word will be out. I like, I need all the support I can get because when I ran track and cross country in high school, like I loved when people would come to the sports, it motivated, come to the sports, come to the games <laughs> <laughs> and the meets. Come to my sporting events. Uh, it just, because then like if your friends are there and your family, you like, you don't want to suck ass. So yeah. you're obviously going to try harder and it helps me a lot. No, I'm literally manifesting you being at Rough and Rowdy for Barstool. <laughs> no, like you can absolutely do it. Like you are the perfect person that they would have. Can you please <laughs> say that you would do that? I have been thinking, I'm like, if I just found one person to like really sponsor me, this would be so fun. Like I'm all in. It's just, like an expense, you know? No, please. I'm going to follow that page. And when they're doing like, I don't know how they do that, but I know they have girls like you fight and people go. And I feel like that'd be the perfect environment for you. Anyone has any connections up, <laughs> up in the boxing world? Put my oh, name okay. into the mix. <laughs> yeah. We'll make you a reel. I'm going to send it to Dave. Okay. <laughs> Okay, cool. Love that for you. Okay, my next bucket list. I want to join a club of some sorts, whether that's a walking club, a garden club. Someone said that there's birthday clubs where you go and people just like celebrate people's birthdays that, that's month, that are that month. But another one on my list is to do an outdoor picnic in the park with friends, specifically at Forest Park. What if I found a picnic club and you go and picnic once a week? Like, I think that might be the moment. That'd be cute. Yeah, or even just set up myself like because the thing that I'm finding right now is that I was doing the bachelor watch nights at my house which I loved but the bachelor has ended and honestly I just loved it for the community aspect like we all joke that we did not even watch the show but I need a new activity so maybe it's just like a Thursday night Tuesday night picnic and we all just go sit on the lawn because Forest Park just looks like Central Park honestly it's the same vibe and you just go sit on the lawn with like your blankets and stuff and music and I think that I need to start this club and whoever wants to come can come we'll all just go sit and chill for like an hour or two yeah, and everyone can bring their own food, whether they get yeah. takeout or they bring something from home. Yeah. Like a, a, no, a no frills, like just we'll be yes. here at this time. No luxury picnic, at least not. <laughs> that's not what I'm envisioning for this. It's really, like you said, no frills. Just show up. If you want to enjoy some nature, some nice company, come. Cute. Okay, yeah. So you know I'm list. literally the biggest picnic fan ever, so always here for a picnic. She's a big picnic girl, so… Okay, next thing. This one actually terrifies me way more than sparring <laughs> is getting my blood work done. Oh my I just hate needles. Oh my God. Like anything to do with the doctor's office. Like I deliberately don't have health insurance because I don't even want to like enter that vicinity. I, I hate everything to do. I, I even just thinking about it, like I start to pass out or like start to get lightheaded. I was literally at my friend's house like a month ago and my friend and Clay were talking about like cadavers or something. And I started crying because I was so geeked out. Like oh not like, not like actually crying, like my body, like something overcomes my body and I just like get hot and like 
really like my fight or flight kicks in. So I, it's not that I want the process of getting my blood work done. I just want the results. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've been putting it off for so long. So it's not really like a fun bucket list activity, but I really <laughs> need to put myself through it so I can get the results. <laughs> Summer bucket list, draw blood. <laughs> oh my God. Even when I was a kid and they would do your blood pressure. Oh my God. I literally, I'm sorry. Also, if I'm triggering anyone else who has this like phobia, like I can't even put my arm and the blood. Uh, I, I hate the constriction around your arm. I hate that feeling. Yeah. Like, but how does that make sense? Like, I'm so down to like go to boxing and get punched, but yeah, do not. <laughs> That's so funny how, yeah, life works like that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. My pain tolerance is getting so much higher already in these two months. Like things, mm-hmm. we, this exercise we did the other night was dropping a medicine ball onto your stomach. It's like a 10 pound medicine ball, like over and over and over again, a hundred times actually. <laughs> and it starts to get to a point where it like is soothing. And I don't know how to describe it, but. But that's a good anyway. goal, honestly. Like I went to a holistic doctor in January and he prescribed me to come back in and get my blood work done. And I've, it's June now and I haven't done it because I'm also just, I'm not, I'm honestly not that scared. I used to be terrified, but I had a really good experience in 2019 getting my blood drawn or 2018, I think. And it really left me with a very positive like look on getting blood drawn. Yeah, exactly. So (sighs) I feel like if you need someone to go to, I can tell you where I went in Omaha and he was amazing. I told him I was scared. Hopefully he's still there. And he was so nice. And like, I wasn't scared at all the whole time. And like, I was, I like literally cried a tear of happiness that I did it. I think I'm going to cry right now. Can you see Uh, my Okay. No, but we'll stop. Okay. (laughs) We're changing the subject. But just know there's hope. I'm so hot. How am I supposed to go to this appointment? I know. (laughs) I'm going to need someone to like wheelchair me in. I honestly used to be like that. I was like that. I fainted in middle school just watching like a graphic video. And in high school, we had like a speaker come in and they were talking about how they got in a car accident and I fainted. Yeah. How, so, I don't understand how people have kids. Like I I absolutely, I'm so unprepared. But I've gotten better. So it's, there's hope. Like I'm less scared now. I don't, I don't know why. I, honestly, it was because of that experience. Like I think his name is Miguel. Like Miguel literally fixed me. What do they call it? Exposure therapy. I yeah. know that's like what I need. Like anything that you're afraid of, I literally talk all the time. Like would Allison be scared right now? Literally not afraid of walking down a dark alley, drop me in a foreign country, kidnap me. I'm like, ah, oh, it's fine. Drop blood I'm like absolutely not (laughs) so I mean honestly I I believe I understand it's scary Okay. Okay. Anything else for this summer? Yeah, I'll say I have a couple more. I want to try and go to the pool at least once a week. I feel like last year I made it a goal to go 16 times that summer because that's how much it was to make my membership worth like cheaper than just paying per visit. I did not hit that goal. I think I went 14 times. And then I was like, you know what? That's fine. Like, I don't need to go. It's like, whatever. Now I know next year I'm not going to buy the annual pass. Now I just pay per visit. But I am making a goal to go at least once a week, get that vitamin D, treat myself to the fun environment of swimming, being at the pool, reading whatever. But I'm going to say something on my bucket list is challenging myself to get out of my comfort zone. I don't know exactly what that is, but I just want to do something that pushes me out of my comfort zone because I definitely... Like skydiving? Like something like shocking? Yeah, skydiving. Honestly, anything that is shocking. Yeah, doing something that scares me. Anything like that. I'm open to anything. If anyone has any suggestions, let me know. But skydiving would be a really good one. Have you ever held like a snake around your neck? Like where, you know, those people like (laughs) hold it with a photo? (laughs) 
Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have, but I'm not really scared of snakes. Like, I don't know. I don't really have, I don't know what I'm afraid of other than medical stuff. Like, I'm not really afraid of heights. I'm not really afraid of reptiles. I'm not afraid of birds. Spiders? I mean, like, other than if it like, I mean, one literally crawled up my face last year and that was like quite scary. But like, if there's one in my room, I'll just like kill it. Like, it doesn't like, I'm not like screaming and like manic. So I think skydiving would be a really good one. I don't know. I mean, yeah, skydiving is like pretty wild. Yeah. Even though, like, it's kind of like the stereotypical, like, scary thing. I feel like it's very merited. Like, it's scary for a reason. Yeah. There's definitely some other things in the back of my mind that I know would be out of my comfort zone. So what about running a half marathon? Like how Bailey said that was her peak. Yeah. It's so funny. In my whole life, I'm like, I'm going to save marathons for when I'm having like a midlife crisis. (laughs) And I need like something to latch on to, like some goal. I don't know why I've always said that, but I'm going to save that one. If anyone is like thinking about adding a half marathon or a marathon to their list, I honestly feel like it is so mental. Like when I was at the seven miles and I i mean, I've ran probably 50 half marathons, like did cross country and track my whole life. It's really so mental. Your mind will give up on running so much before your physical body. And I think anyone that's that would call themselves a runner would attest to that. So really it's like finding just like joy or like acceptance with the running process because it's like this, it's so redundant. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. So finding some podcasts or some really good playlists, changing up your routes, having running friends. Otherwise, like you're just running. And the only way to train for more running is like basically, you know, it's just a lot of running. Like I love how boxing, it's like different every single day, you know, like it's so dynamic. I can see why running doesn't really inspire people that much. But once you really get a good runner's high, it is fucking amazing. Like when I was crushing those like eight minute miles, it's like you feel really on top of the world. No, that's definitely on the bucket list of life, but not at this season. Yeah. Not, not summer 2023. Not this summer. <laughs> Maybe next summer. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll do a gut check in about six <gasps> months. I have an idea. Okay. You know how you've been talking about spending more time studying French? What if you, uh, like, and joining a club? What if you joined, like, a French-speaking club thing? Wait, that's cute. Okay, I'll write that down. Look into a French club. That's super cute. I like it. She literally has her pen and paper. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay, what other ones do you have? Then I think we can probably wrap up. I'll just rapid fire these last ones. Yeah. Um, Deleting old photos and laptop files. I spent like three hours last night doing this. It's not fun, but it does feel good to purge it. I want to do a one-on-one makeup consultation. I think I said that as one of my goals for all of 2023. So still on there, but I have been doing so good at the gua sha and my skincare. Mm -hmm. I haven't got an actual facial since last October and I do feel like my skin is doing pretty well. So I would like to get a one-on-one makeup consultation done. I want to hit way more garage sales and estate sales this summer. I was so good about garage sales for like a period of my life. And then I just kind of like phased out of them because it just takes some work to like find them. And the estate sales, like I do love with the thrift store. It's like, it's just open. And the garage sales, it's like, what are you going to find? But then there's some diamonds in the rough out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So... And then I really never get sunburned, but I feel like this is a weird bucket list idea. But as we're all, you know, trying to protect our skin and all that, maybe adding never get sunburned to like your life bucket list because sunburns are so bad for your skin. It always sucks. Like it's horrible. It's damaging. It hurts. Like it ruins your vacation and your clothes are like scratching it. No one, I think we can all agree. Getting sunburned is a very shitty experience. So I am adding to 
to my bucket list to never get sunburned, like if possible, ever again. That's a good one. Because if you're mindful of it, there's really no reason to ever yeah. get sunburned. Like you, we all know if you spend too much time out in the sun unprotected, A plus B is going to equal C. I just bought a new mineral sunscreen, a spray one, and usually they come out super white cast. This one blended so well. I'm going to link it in the show notes because I don't know what it's called, but highly recommend if you guys need a good sunscreen is SPF 30 and did not leave a white cast. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, totally don't know the name but is it like um the spray type one yeah it's a spray one i mean you still have to like rub it in a little bit yeah but i was very impressed with because i love mineral sunscreen obviously for like the all that's positive benefits but sometimes it can leave you looking a little pale which isn't always the cutest but this one was really good Mm -hmm. i guess i i'm not really very well educated about the sunscreen space i definitely am not like a huge sunscreen proponent. I do think there's some bad sunscreens out there, but along with protecting yourself with sunscreen, I also feel like we forget that like hats and just like linen shirts are also great options. Like you can still be outside and like reading your book and just like wear a hat. Or just don't be outside for five hours. Like limit, like you said, limit your exposure. Or sit under, sit in the shade. Yeah. Like after a certain amount of time. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'll rapid fire the rest of mine as well. I want to swim laps at the pool. I would like to to do an activity from childhood. I don't know what it would be. Maybe rollerblading. Maybe some DIY crafts. Just like tap into that inner child. I want to check out the local events calendar for my neighborhood, for my community and just attend something. And I want to go to a new farmer's market and shop something that's seasonal. Those are great. Love the farmer's market one. That's cute. Yeah, there's definitely still some in St. Louis that I haven't checked out yet. So I think that'd be that'd be really fun. Okay, well, that was all of our bucket list. I think that this was a good list. I think this is a good things that we can definitely accomplish. And we've been putting some things on our website, on our blog post. So if you guys want to see this list or our bullets written out, head to our website, alreadyfriendspodcast.com and you can see that there. Perfect. And if you want to make your own little bucket list, you should do that with your friends even. I Last little tying up thought, when I was in high school, I kept a little journal of all of the people that I hung out with in the summers. And then at the end of the summer, I could look back and be like, oh my God, this is all the people that I got to spend time with this summer. I also feel like that could be a cute little idea just to see, to encourage yourself to get out of your comfort zone, make new friends, and not just hang out with like the same people all the time. I love it. Yay. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Already Friends. I'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. We want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys. We need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.